temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. And on this podcast, which is always available at Radio.com, available on iTunes, available at CBSSportsRadio.com, and all other places the DA show is available, we have a lot to get to. I am off Thursday, Friday, Monday, and because I had to take these days off, I am not taking off any days around Labor Day. So I'm working the Friday before Labor Day, the Monday after Labor Day, the Monday of Labor Day. And basically six-day weeks throughout the football season. I think I might take off Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. I think that might be it. But other than that, I'm going to be here for the long haul. But I did this because I have now the London trip. And I mentioned this at the end of last week's PGP. I mentioned this on the show today. For my 40th birthday, the Bourbon Bell surprised me with a trip to London because I've always wanted to go see English Premier League soccer. So we are leaving Wednesday night, overnight getting in there Thursday morning, Thursday, Friday, sightseeing. Then Saturday, we've got a trip to Liverpool, which is about two and a half hour train ride outside of London to go see a Liverpool match where Arsenal plays at Liverpool. Huge. And then on Sunday, I bought tickets and basically sold off my firstborn to go see Tottenham as Newcastle plays at Tottenham. So, Whereas I don't think really cuisine is what I'm looking for in London. The You're Brit- not. The Brits are not really known for their food. No, yeah. Sam Madison actually in the past when the Giants went to London said something very poignant. When you go to London, bring your own salt and pepper. So I don't know that you're necessarily going to be filming a lot of food. You'll get the fish and chips and yes. whatnot. But, yeah, I, this is more of a sightseeing tour than an eating tour for you. Yeah. So, and I don't know, I don't really know what the food thing is at soccer games in EPL. I'm sure the, the beer thing is a thing. Yeah, do they have time to eat? Like, we know MLB ballparks, they really pump the food. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything on EPL food ever put out there. No, because... Do they in- tailgate? In stadiums, I don't know because it's not like a driving culture around stadiums usually. They're usually kind of sandwiched in little neighborhoods. Right. Because, they, you know, most of these stadiums have been there for hundreds of years. Sure. So it's like everyone is supposed to be kind of like Wrigley or Fenway, although not always because, you know, the, there are some stadiums that got knocked down and then built back up, brand new stadiums. So Right. But a lot of them have been around for a really long time. So that's interesting. So they have to eat then. Somebody's got to eat at some point, so there's got to be some kind of food. Maybe like a pub sandwich. I think there's something called pies. So maybe there's some type maybe of... eat like a, like a chicken pot pie at a stadium? I think that's like a EPL thing. You know what? I'm out. Send me to Canada to watch hockey. <laughs> Get some poutine out of it. But I know that there's beer. Lots yeah. of beer. Well, and I know you, and I know that there's beer, so I know those two are going to be involved with each other at some point. That's right. But the thing is, remember, you don't... 
there's no breaks. There's 45 minutes, halftime, then 45 minutes. So you don't get up and walk around like in a football game for timeouts or baseball sure. games in between innings. So it's definitely different. And a game could be one nothing. You don't want to get up, use the bathroom, stand online for a sandwich. You miss the only goal of the game. And then you're like, what the heck did I do? Yeah. So I, I need to be very aware of the culture there. But Liverpool has extended invitation for like a behind-the-scenes pregame. So I'm super excited. Like one of their lounge levels or maybe oh, a tour. Nice. So, something to look at for the stadium. That's sweet then. Yeah. Uh, something tells me you'll be fed there. A little finger sandwich maybe. Yeah, I think so. And for the Tottenham match, I reached out to the team just to see if there were tickets to purchase through the team. I did not want to hand out like Schwartz. It sounds like you might have been going to Schwartz no, route no, here. No, no, I said I'd like to pay for tickets, but I, I didn't know if there was like an allotment that they could give because getting tickets to, to the EPL is crazy. They have like StubHub, SeatGeek. They don't. A lot I mean, StubHub luckily has some seats on it, but mostly if you use StubHub, it's not like America where you go up to a ticket window and you buy it or you go online and buy it. Sure. It's season tickets that are like membership cards. And you have like your identity is usually on them or you have to transfer it to somebody. You can't just like sell tickets to anybody. And they do this to make sure there's not hooligans that come in and like rabble rousers. So, I love the term hooligans because it's a real term there. Yeah. So on StubHub, a lot of the tickets that I found, I had to pick them up directly from somebody, not just have them. <laughs> you don't print about digitally. The old Craigslist when that first started yeah. happening for scalping. And then you have to send them. Like you have to FedEx them to the owner again after this, the match because they're like membership cards. I would never trust giving my membership out to somebody and trust that I'm going to get it back. How could you trust that? I know. It's not like a digital download or you scan your phone. Right. So it's become, it was a, quite a thing. So I ended up making sure that I spent good money to get good tickets that were the rare ones that were like a downloadable ticket. But it's not easy. Not easy. And I'm sure your wife, who said she got this for your birthday, I have a feeling you took care of all of this with the tickets and everything. Yes, yeah, I handled that. You didn't all unwrap that the tickets or anything no, like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> she said, I got you the flight. She now got you-, you the Google search of what you can do in London and said, hey, we're going. Figure this all out. You figure out the soccer, yes. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm off Thursday, Friday, Monday, then back on Tuesday, and then away we go for football season. So you'll be locked into Florida, Miami, obviously. I don't know how I'm going to watch that. <laughs> it's going to be like 3 in the morning yeah, where you are. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally miss that, which is yeah. a bummer because I'm really fired up for college football season. We had a joke on the show that uh, you're the neighbor and you have nosy neighbors and that you expect like a 1950s America where neighbors sure. come over and you said, bring you a can of jam. Yeah, I should have said jar of jam, but I know that used to exist. It used I to think be... you were thinking a can jam. I, I might have. The game. But, but I, you know, back in the day, I remember. I remember my parents moving in 96 and I remember getting jam. We got jam from somebody from a neighbor. Somebody gave you jam. Yeah, neighbors knocked on the door when you moved in, and maybe that was overly nosy, or maybe maybe it was a truce, but I always found it nice. It was, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Nice to see you move in. Here, This is where we live. Nice to meet you. If there's anything you ever need, let us know. Now, I don't know if this is a 2019 thing. I don't know if I moved into a really crummy neighborhood. All I get is a bunch <laughs> of people looking at me and nobody actually saying anything. But yesterday, your plumber who listens to the show, apparently the entire plumbing company, Mr. Pipe. Mr. Pipe on Long Island, What a yes. great name. Yeah. Yeah, they they lay the pipes for you. <laughs> Mr. Pipe and the pipe layers, they listened to the show and they brought you over a jar of jam. 
Correct. And on the front of the jar of jam, it said from Gary and Gene. Welcome which, to the neighborhood from Gary and Gene. Which are the two random names you threw out there in your rant. Right. Yeah. And I walked into one of my bathrooms yesterday as I was, you know, I said, what is this? A nice post-it note on, on some Smucker's <laughs> jelly. <laughs> That's hysterical. It was great. They're great. Oh. It was, I love it, these guys. Yeah. I need them to do plumbing on my house. Very insidey. They knew that that would be great. It brought a smile on my face. I've been going through a lot of stress in the house. And I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud for a long time. And then the plumber came in and said, yeah, Gary and Gene stopped by. Isn't it funny that you, the impersonation of you getting mad has now become Andrew Dice Clay? Yes. <laughs> yes. Got hey, a lot of that. Over here. Over here. Hey, oh, hey, oh. And I don't, I don't think I talk like that, but I guess if I get a real attitude going on, it's 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 amazing. Now, I also realize I might have backed myself into a corner because eventually you'd think I'm going to meet neighbors, right? Like eventually at some point yeah, I walk the point. dog. They see my wife's pregnant. Oh, you know, at some point, oh, hey, oh, hey, the dumpster's out of there. You're not flipping the house. Oh, <laughs> If they ever find out what I do or who I am and they do any kind of Google search, that video will live on. And then I'm going to look like a total jerk. And I might have ostracized ostracized, ostracized myself from the neighborhood in the future. I think that's true. You Well, but you've done this in the past. You've flamethrown enough, thrown your, your grenades, and then just waited to see who hated you. That's true. And so this and if you know happened. me by now, you know that's the deal. You So now you're in a, a war with your father-in-law? I am. And this is safe because he won't listen to the PGP. <laughs> I am. He's, he started lighting up cigs in your new house. Yes, he lit up a cig as we're hanging fresh dry. In the house. In the house. And it's beautiful outside. It's like 80. Right. And I guess because he was, you know, I thought he was working hard or whatever. And he's, you know, with a cigarette. And I yelled at him. I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? There's no smoking in the house. What are you doing? And he had this stupid face on where, like, I thought in his mind he knew he was wrong, and he said, well, I'm in the garage. He was, mind you, 10 feet at least from the garage, and to get to the garage from the room he was in, you have to walk through a Florida room, a small bathroom, and then into the garage. And on top of that, the garage is still the house. We're not allowing smoking in the garage either. And this is both your wife and you. Yes, and we've told him in the past. We've said years before we even bought a house, if we ever get a house, there's going to be no smoke because he smokes in his own home. No in smoking. his underwear. I don't do the exactly. I don't do that. I would never do that. And here we are, day two in the house hanging drywall. On fresh wall, I got the smoke hitting oh. the wall. So I, I cursed him out. I took a handful of screws because I was in the middle of hanging sheetrock, and I gronk spiked him into the ground, and I I got a little aggressive, and I yelled, this is my bleeping house, and I've bleeping had it. <laughs> so I was I was ticked. Wow. Because it was like the one thing. Like, this, that's so so disrespectful. So he Irish goodbye left right after. Stormed out. He left. I have not heard from him since. I'll take you a little behind the curtain real quick. My wife received a call from his mother, her grandmother, saying that um, I really need to have a sit down with him and apologize. And, quote, I have an anger problem. It's not right to be thrown around that it's my house and making people feel unwelcomed. So Danielle's grandmother, yes. her dad's mom, yes. is defending the father. Saying that I, I make it uncomfortable by then saying it's my house and that I should have an apology while we're glossing over the fact that he smoked in the house. But like it is your house. Yes, that's the other thing. Like, it's my house, my rules. And by the way, it's not as if I got mad that he was drinking a beer. Like, you know, like oh, no drinking beer. Or like, yeah. or he didn't take off his shoes. Like, something right. ridiculous that he lit a cigarette as if it was 1943 in an airplane in a house where I'm hanging fresh wool. And oh, by the way, his daughter is pregnant in the house. Yeah. And somehow I'm wrong and I have the anger problem. Should I have spiked nails into the ground? No. Should I have cursed, yelled in front of 20 people in my house? No. But I had had it at that point. I found it so disrespectful. And frankly, I just did, I have enough going on. I didn't need that crap. I don't need it being like I'm walked all over. So now I'm at odds. I don't know if I'm going to see anybody until Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And I talked to my wife about it. She said, you're not apologizing. She had my back. She said, oh, you're good. not apologizing. Good. She said, 
it's up to him to come apologize to you. And if and I don't, I said I don't even need an apology. He said when he's ready to stop being a baby, he can come to you. And if he doesn't play by our rules again, then he's out. So Danielle is also at odds with her own father and her own grandmother. Yes, she believes that it's ridiculous that like somehow they're defending this behavior. So I have a lot going on right now. A lot going on. Yeah. So not to mention life. that not far from your house, wherever Schwartz lives, he is throwing his kids to the XFL for potential merchandise catalogs. We did this story on the show today that Schwartz tweeted at the XFL, we're going to be watching your unveiling of the new teams today at lunch together, I guess, online because it's not televised. Oh, maybe it might be on ESPN, actually. Oh. I think it might be. I got a great idea. Because I think ESPN's starting to get a little handsy with the XFL. Have you noticed this? Yeah, well, because they're looking for that programming in February, March. Yeah. I will say this. I got a great idea. Schwartz wants to pimp his kids out there. Perfect. XFL, let's create the website with all your gear. We'll have my father, my father-in-law smoking a cigarette <laughs> in some kind of XFL jersey with the two kids underneath them blowing smoke in the kids' faces. That's the kind of model Schwartz wants his kids to be. They could all wear the Birmingham iron jerseys or whoever the heck's playing now, the Birmingham Bolts, and, and have a blast. That could be your catalog. My father-in-law, those two kids, everybody enjoy the merch. Well, in sure to be a hot seller come in, Christmas. In, in this case, he has offered up his kids on Twitter. He said, we're going to be watching this, and my kids would make for great models in your merchandise catalog. Note that there is no merchandise catalog sure. yet. And note, highly, they, and note, they are not models. They're not models, number one. They have not agreed to this that we know of, number two. And number three, there is no merch catalog. Correct. So... You think he's just he's just angling for more free stuff. Of course he is. It's free stuff. It's I'm gonna and then once you get me the free stuff, I'm gonna email you about jobs. And then if you don't give me a job, I'm gonna email you about tickets. It's all about establish he just needs that in with a relationship. He doesn't have a current in, he's looking for an in. Does and his this, kids will be sold for it. Does this weave into how he defended his kids' behavior when his eldest son shredded your aunt's Halloween decorations? Of course, and then because he you defended his kid defended his kid and he would defend his actions right now it's all about i know i'm wrong but i'm going to talk my way out of it and his kids get that same thing from him and at the core pete's a good guy but like this is what we see this is the actions and it's a trickle-down effect throughout everybody involved will he end up getting free chicago blitzman t-shirts somehow some way he's getting a free something and he's at an XFL game come february in new york and i would i would bet actually i would mortgage my house okay to say there's no way he paid for tickets come February and he's out of game. That's distinctly, yeah, there's no way he's going to an XFL game if he has to pay for it. Yep. He's getting free tickets and he's getting free merch. I don't know if it'll be through this, but he's starting. We're going to wrap up on this. At the end of the show, I had said I wanted to talk about one of the greatest pictures I've ever seen. A young, huge freeze. Oh, God. is How is that real? Huge Freeze actually texted this to me. I guess he had just found this photo. It's from 2001. I know this because the year is in the back, and there's like a space and a galaxy backdrop, and he's in a full suit. He has got glasses on, full head of hair. He's got that beautiful smile, and he just looks like such a delightful young man. Might have been taken at a bar mitzvah? Because I don't think you just wear a full suit and a tie for school pictures. Perhaps, but so this is 18 years ago, which means he was a kid in some sort of junior high, high school. I mean, he looks like he's 43 years old in the picture anyway. <laughs> but he has the comb over of uh, somebody ready to retire from an accounting job. Well, I got to ask, 2001, how old do we think Huge Freeze is? Uh, he's 15. You think in this picture he's 15? No, you know what? That's wrong because I was in ninth grade, so I was probably about 15. So he's probably a couple years older than me. He was probably 17. He's got a full suit and tie on. What do you think this picture is about? Maybe add a sweet 16. 
but a full suit and tie to Sweet 16? Family members? Could this be his bar mitzvah? I I don't even make me look at that picture. He looks older than 13 here. Yeah. He looks so delightful. This smile on his face, it makes you just yeah. feel like the world's in front of him. Yeah, to connive and sneak no. and, and not show up at work. No, no. He looks genuinely delightful there. He does, but then something went wrong along the way. I'm tweeting out this picture. I'm letting everybody see how delightful a young, huge freeze was. Great. Tweet it out and tease it with the PGP. He looks so smiley and no, happy. He looks and like somebody you would never trust that gets arrested no, for tax evasion. wrong. He looks like a guy that I'd want to be friends with back then. No. He looks like a guy with a fake hair piece <laughs> and a problem. <laughs> he looks like a lawyer. <laughs> looks like somebody I don't want to be around. Actually, he's smiling too nicely to be a lawyer. He looks kind of like a happy accountant or a happy banker. Yeah, who eventually gets laid off because the company goes under. He looks like he's managing my Bank of America franchise. <laughs> he looks like I'm going to chase. I just love this picture. I could look at this all day. I can't. <laughs> and it's going to be our first football season without huge freeze. I know. I know. Pour one out. Somehow, <laughs> someway, I feel like I'm going to get snuck up on and we're going to get somebody calling. Bob in Minnesota is going to call to give his college picks. I can see it coming. I'm, I'm ready. I'm playing defense. I feel like. I'd like huge back for football season, but I know he can't come back. Well, when you rules come back, when you come back next week in the PGP, we'll do a little London breakdown, and maybe we should talk about where where we're going with this football season. Yeah, we should, because that's going to be going into right week one of the college football season. Yeah. And on that note, I got to head out before I get fired for my second. All break. right, that's side A. <laughs> Bogus is coming up side B. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of Side B and the executive producer of the DA Show. You can follow me on Twitter at MrazCBS, M-R-A-Z-C-B-S, and nothing like me getting a plug-in extra, extra early today on the Permission Granted Podcast. Joining me on Side B, look, Adriana two weeks ago on the Permission Granted Profiles, she rocked it, she killed it. Connor Green was awesome last week, but if you take it back to Adriana, she said, look, I've been loving these profiles and all, but I miss me some Andrew Bogish on the Permission Granted Podcast. How about podcast. that? I miss me some Andrew Bogish. Can we get Bogish back? I don't need to be interviewing uh, Connor Green. I don't need to be interviewing Lewis and Palmdale. Love you, Lewis. But where's Andrew Bogish? So she wants Bogish back. She wants the banter. And I bring you Andrew Bogish two weeks later. Andrew, and, hello. Uh, I am a man of the people, in particular of the female people. So here I am, ready to roll, <laughs> I guess, with you for the next few minutes. <laughs> With the female people, after you yeah. just bashed one for trying to cut a line at an Aerosmith I mean, it concert. really, so there, so there was her, and, and I have to admit, I mean, I, I know I, her game was her game. She knew she was hot, and she did work her way through, like, ten fake rows of people to get to us. But then the dummy play of, like, uh, why can't we go past the rope? Like, because it's a rope. Like, it's there for a reason. Like, there, I, I know you want to go farther, but there's a rope here. Like, that, that means don't go past it. Don't you think we need to do a better line of defense than the rope, though? Well, so I mean, if you want to go deep dive in this whole thing, it's a, well. It's it was, your trash Tuesday. We're behind the scenes. So this is a full. This is a full fledged trash now. So this setup was Aerosmith right now is doing one of those like residencies in Las Vegas. Okay, it's a small show. They have taken it now a couple places on the East Coast, I guess, as a pseudo little summer break from Vegas. So they go to the Borgata in Atlantic City, okay. and and it's in now. There's a stage. But it's in, like, a huge banquet room. Like, it's for, like, 
conferences and conventions. It's not in any way an arena, a stadium, a concert sure, hall. Sure, not it's, built for theater. Right. I mean, I mean, I guess acoustically and technologically it is. But normally, our our friend Katie Lindahl would be there telling you about like the new tech. Gotcha. Not Aerosmith playing Dream On. The iPhone release is exactly. discussed at a place like this. Sure. So playing Dream On. It's all. It's basically general seating. There's a couple of like pulled in like high school football stadium bleachers in the back for people who wanted to sit down. So when you walk in, you had to rush to get up to the stage. So we get up there pretty quickly. Oh, I hate that. We're behind this rope. The rope is separating the regular folks from the VIP. And they paid a lot of money to have VIP. Sure. They had VIP until the music started. When the music started, security walked by, took the rope away, and we all took four more steps forward to get right oh, up to the that's VIP not people. Right? I'd be ticked if I paid for yeah. VIP. So as the music starts, there's a lady who's in VIP. She's got the fancy wristband on. She's rocking out. As this mass of people closes around oh, that's her. So unenjoyable. She has a major panic attack because her husband had left to get a drink. Which now here's the benefit of being VIP. They had all this free space, a separate entrance, they could get in and out and get back to where they were. Once me and my wife were there and people filled in around us, we couldn't leave. Right. That's the problem. I hate these standing room yes, only. It was but then so like we were screwed but fine. This lady has this she can't get her husband back. She's on the phone. We made friends with a security guard in front of us. I said, Hey, this lady needs her husband back. Can you help him get because we like he was on the other side of the room. Right. Can you get him back over here? He couldn't get to him to bring the guy back. So she actually ended up leaving because it was easier to get out, obviously. Oh. So her spot Five feet from the stage was completely ruined by them taking away this VIP oh. rope and negating the VIP section. If that was me and I had paid like a grand I'd be for that, furious. I would have dropkicked somebody. Yeah, especially because you're not aware you're paying for the VIP. I, she had to fault with her husband, too, on the way back to the and room. She, and she had was to the one. That Why did you have to go get a drink? And like us, me and my wife, she, it was, they were there for her. Like, I like Aerosmith. My wife loves Aerosmith. Right. She was there because she loved Aerosmith, so she was the one that needed to be at the side of the stage, and she had to bail That's because of this. That's such a terrible... Well, don't have the ropes and have the VIP just to open them Ex- up. I, I, I agree. Terrible. All right, well, that's a good trash Tuesday, and I guess we'll we'll get to mine that's gotten some reaction Yeah, please, here. let's we, get to you. We never get to you. Wait, what, what does what? that mean? No, nothing. Please, I'm starting to You seem to really get a kick out of Gary and Gene in the, in the can of jam. Yeah, the, where's my jam thing? That's a, that's a good line. So I got... I got a can of jam. I saw. That's the follow-up. My plumber actually brought it and, you know, left it on my stoop and said this is from Gary and Gene. Now, was he listening to the show or did he see big a Facebook time, post? No, no, no. Big-time listener of the okay. show at uh, at Mr. Pipe on, on Long Island. They all apparently are big big DA show fans. Mr. Pipe? Mr. They lay the pipe. Mr. I mean, pipe. that's a name and a half. Mr. Pipe at uh, on Long Island. Do they yeah. own MrPipe.com or does some nefarious website I wouldn't that? Google it. Yeah, okay. I, would not, <laughs> I would not Google it. I've always wondered this. I'm, I might have mentioned this to you before, but Dick's Sporting Goods, <laughs> their website is dicks.com. There's <laughs> no way they owned that first. They had to have acquired that from <laughs> some dirty operation. Yeah, like how did those meetings go? Hey, uh, we need dicks.com. Yeah. Can you call Tony Dick out in Vegas? <laughs> Can and you get Roger from dicks.com right, exactly. on the phone? We need to figure out how much it's going to cost to get that <laughs> URL. And look, we might have some interesting clientele once we do acquire right. the URL. Because we're not using dicks.net. We right. need could dicks.com, you, right. so could let's you talk. Imagine, could you register the first person who was using the old dicks.com and go to that one? Oh, I guess I need new climbing Where's gear. Where's my dicks? <laughs> <laughs>
don't need sneakers. <laughs> this is not what I came here no. for. I was coming from a different tent. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's just forget forget my can of jam for a second. Now you just made me think too. It went so under the radar because we talked about you with the Aerosmith, me with the can of jam. How about Pete having a problem with people feeding the birds? <laughs> How about a problem? Pete has a problem with everybody. Come on. So, like, I get it. I've been to the beach a ton where you go to your lake where the seagulls everywhere. Yeah. All right? And I hate the people, too, that will give them a sandwich. I you understand. Can't you, you can't They're do it. You can't do it because then a mil- it's And you wonder, by the way, birds don't have cell phones. They don't have opposable thumbs. One gets fed, and it's like they fly in from South Carolina all yeah, of a sudden in the next 10 minutes. And they all, you know, come down. Hey, where's my piece of uh, and they're hunters. turkey? Uh, yes. The Jersey Shore last week, they were coming underneath canopies. They saw a little bag of chips. They're dive bombing people. It's so bad where I was in the Jersey Shore that they actually hired a guy who has, like, falcons and stuff. And he brings one every morning. And it just flies around. And it gets the seagulls off the boardwalk, at least. They can't keep them off the beach because, obviously, the beach is less of a thing. Sure. But the falcon, like patrols the boardwalk and the seagulls are scared of it so they leave the boardwalk alone. How do we find a falcon guy? <laughs> falcon, <laughs> Falconguy.com Falconguy.com You'll get that at dicks.com Yeah, no, not at all. But I'm just picturing Pete, you know, he, he gets in the bathing suit, the sandals off, he puts his yeah. feet out and he's sitting there and there's some guy next to him feeding a bird a loaf of wonder putting it out. The guy walks away in his feet. Oh, come on! I just wanted to eat my cheese doodles well, here! I think Pete's story, though, is that he was eating a sandwich on a bench in a park and a guy was eating, was throwing food to the oh, birds. Oh, I thought he said at the beach. So the visual of Pete by himself in a park eating a sandwich. Least shocking thing ever. Yeah, but also, like, if you're a parent, like, at the, at the seesaw next to him, there's Pete by himself eating a sandwich. Oh, you think he's on Dateline, for What's sure. What's going on there? For sure. Of course, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Pete's got to be better than that. You got to be. You don't want to accidentally become a predator. I've eaten by myself, like, there's, like, boat docks down by where, and I'll go in my car, and I'll drive down to the car, and I'll listen to, like, some sports radio. Okay. And I'll, I haven't done this in a long time, actually, but I used to. And just kind of have a sandwich in my car and stare at people and stare at the water. I think the only thing but I've I'm done in my like, car, right? The only thing I've done like that on my own is I've I went to, I went to the movies a few times on my own. Like before we had kids, my wife who now works at home had like an actual office job. Sure, I'd be home by one o'clock with nothing to do. So like there were a couple of times where like I wanted to see. I think it might have been one of the the Christian Bale Batman. And she's like, I'm not. I don't need to see that. So I went. From work to the to the movie theater. I don't mind. Brought that. lunch with me. It still felt a little weird. I don't think that's weird by myself. It might have been weird at the time you did it. That's not weird anymore. I don't know that I would go sit in a park and have a sandwich and be like, oh, because even like around here, there's little tables and stuff outside. Sure. Little fake kind of picnic areas. I don't know that I'd plop down there by myself and have lunch and like people watch. That is a little weird. A little bit, right? A little bit. Because what if you see somebody and they're like, oh. Are you here by yeah. yourself? Oh, my wife's in the bath. Bad, Do you have no friends? Bad, you know what, you know? <laughs> don't don't have the street meat. Can't have that. Uh, okay, before we wrap, I did, that's right, that's what I wanted to bring up with the can of jam. Yeah. I went back to the house at post can of jam mm-hmm. uh, rant. Couple more neighbors walking dogs. Again, I'm getting the stare. But yeah. now I'm getting them walking the dogs. I'm not getting them in the car. So no barrier there. And now you know they're your neighbors because they're walking their dog. True story, Bogus. This is a follow-up postscript of what I said. I am there on Tuesday evening, lady walking some kind of bulldog or something like that. I'm on a corner, wraps around. I'm outside putting stuff in a dumpster, and she's staring at me the whole time. I wave at her. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? No response. Keeps going. I'm thinking maybe headphones in or something. How you doing? I gave her a second how you doing. Yeah. She's just still looking at me. 
and keeps walking. And now it's, am I getting trolled? Are people hiring people to walk past and troll me at my house? See, I, I, what I want to know How is... How weird is this? Is she making a judgment on you that you couldn't be the homeowner? Probably. And therefore, she doesn't think she needs to be nice to you? Because to me, and I don't know what the official like etiquette on, is on this, but like when somebody moves in, you should go introduce yourself to them and say welcome as opposed to you guys going door-to-door going like, hey. Right, that's creepy if I do it yeah. because like, hey, I want to make friends. Like, I'm moving into your neighborhood. I'd like to be welcomed. I, right. look, I'm, a, I'm a good guy. I'll take your jam. I'll take your pasta, whatever. I'm my guess is, my guess is because I, I, put this, I bought a foreclosure. I bought a foreclosure. I have a dumpster in the driveway. My guess is people think I am in there saying that I'm a contractor flipping a house to sell it, and therefore, why talk to me? Right. At some point, I I would also guess that when I am officially totally living there, which is going to be another week or so, and I got my wife now with a pregnant belly that's emerged, and uh, and I'm walking a dog. Maybe we go for some walks. I think the walks, yeah, might help. Hey, or just a sign. You? We're staying. Like on your front Instead lawn. Instead of a for sale yeah, sign, we're staying. Not flipping. Yeah. <laughs> This is not a flip. Also, you believe this one? One more thing. The guy who sold the house. Now, we went through our own realtor, but it wasn't the, the, the listing agent. wasn't that. This guy still hasn't picked up his sign. It's been five days of owning the house. Take it, yeah, week. take it out. I took it off the lawn. I said, I, this guy isn't getting more free advertising yeah. than me. Absolutely not. Right. But it's just laying on my grass. I was told they were going to come pick it up. At what point uh, do I just throw this thing in the garbage? The, the next time the truck comes by. You think that's it? It's out? I mean, if you've called them and it's been... We were told at closing he'll be by in the next couple of days to pick it up, but we're almost at a week. Yeah, I mean, maybe give it to next week. Just give him a full week and maybe call one more time because like, you don't want him to be like, hey, that sign cost $100. Well, and, that's, and here's what I'll say. If it gets to the point where he has to pick it up next week and then I get that, I'll say, well, I left it out there. I assumed you got it. Yeah. Right. My hands are clean. I didn't do anything. You're yeah. not charging me. Screw you. Yeah, you can't prove that I threw it out. Too Even much. I did too and much. discussed it on a national podcast. Yeah, one thing, and a, and a highly rated co- yeah. podcast. Yeah. Which is why Robbie Rosenhaus needs to introduce himself as Huge Freeze wherever he goes these days. Right. he knows America now knows him as that. Right. He's introduced himself on other podcasts such as yeah. Basketball Drives and Mike Biseglia as Huge Freeze. All right, well, Bogus, it was good having you here. Hey, thanks for having me back. You can have, follow him on Twitter and all his Aerosmith exploits. Yeah. If you want what to you see more of exploits. 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 Not yeah. explicitives. No, those are like curse, curse words. words. Yeah. Right. I mean, I could, I do curse at times on Twitter. Sure. It happens. Well, your exploits at Andrew Bogish, and there's a C thrown in there somewhere. Somewhere. You can so, find it. All right. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a good week, everyone. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.